Good morning, everyone. Lovely to see you all. And welcome to this morning's Thought for the Day. Let us pray together. Come, Holy Spirit, and open the eyes of our hearts and our ears to hear what you are saying to us. Help us to receive and grasp the truth of how to stand in you and stand for you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Our reading today is Matthew 26, verses 47 to 56. While he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived. With him was a large crowd armed with swords and clubs, sent from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had arranged a signal with them. The one I kiss is the man. Arrest him. Going at once to Jesus, Judas said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. Jesus replied, Friends, do what you came for. Then the men stepped forward, seized Jesus, and arrested him. With that, one of Jesus' companions reached for his sword, drew it out, and struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Put your sword back in its place, Jesus said to him, for all who draw the sword will die by the sword. Do you think I cannot call on my father and he will at once put at my disposal more than 12 legions of angels? But how then will the scriptures be fulfilled that say it must happen in that way? At that time, Jesus said to the crowd, Am I leading a rebellion that you have come out with swords and clubs to capture me? Every day I sat in the temple courts teaching, but you did not arrest me. But this has all taken place, that the writings of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples deserted him and fled. This morning, we are thinking about how Jesus took the posture to stand in a time of hostility and aggression and how we can also do this when we face trials and difficulties in our own lives. When Jesus was arrested here in the Garden of Gethsemane, he chose to stand firm and be obedient to his Father's will. Earlier in verse 42, he surrendered to his Father saying, my Father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. Jesus trusted in God's will, even though it meant his death. His obedience was necessary as it was part of the plan of redemption of mankind, that later through the death and resurrection of Jesus, he gave his life for our salvation. In that moment of arrest, Jesus stood firm. How would we react? Would we take matters into our own hands like Peter, who cut off the ear of the high priest with a sword? Maybe we would feel to fight back in our own strength and retaliate. However, Jesus just stood. He instructed Peter to put the sword back in its place and explained that he had the capacity to call for his father's help 
with many thousands of angels to defend him. Even so, Jesus chose in that moment to stand in a position of trust, trusting in God's will. We are called to stand like Jesus in a place of trial and difficulty. How do we stand in a godly way? We don't take matters into our own hands like Peter. We don't run away like the disciples. And we don't betray Jesus like Judas. How can we do that? We pray. Like Jesus, in order to stand, we surrender to the Lord's will. Rather than bear a grudge when betrayed and wronged against, we need to choose to forgive others. This is not always easy and we may need others to help us pray this through. As C.S. Lewis says, forgiveness is a lovely idea until we have to do it ourselves. In the Lord's Prayer, we are to forgive others as we have been forgiven. As we grasp the willingness that God has to forgive us, it helps us be more willing to forgive others and do so continuously. Therefore, being able to stand with an ongoing attitude of forgiveness, Matthew 18, 21 to 22. God's ways are not our ways. His ways are higher than our ways and lead to life. As we seek to learn to walk in God's ways, it can be painful, as it often involves denying ourselves as we take up our cross to follow Jesus. Matthew 16, 24. To stand is a call to really live, to live out your Christian life, standing on the truth of who God is and who you are in him, standing firm in battles, standing up for others and being prepared to stand out. We have to learn to stand and engage it well. We are in a battle, which is a dreadful, dark battle. And it is not just against flesh and blood, as it says in Ephesians 6, 12. I'm now going to read from Ephesians 6, verses 10 to 18. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armour of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armour of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm, then, with the belt of truth, buckled around your waist, with a breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit on all occasions, with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. Let us take our stand by putting on the armour daily 
or as some say, we never take it off. Let's stand in lockdown. The dominion of darkness loves isolation and loneliness instead of community. It plants that sense of disconnection, seeking to leave people bereft of God and their brothers and sisters. It sows distrust because it hates any form of unity. It is full of lies and nurtures selfishness and self-obsession. So there is a clash of the kingdoms of these two powers of light and darkness. So we are in a battle, but God is more powerful and in him we have the victory to stand. We stand together in lockdown by staying connected, praying for each other, building trust in each other and in our community. To love the truth that sets us free and nurturing each other with love and prayer. We join hands in unity across Zoom, caring about our neighbours and not just ourselves. We are able to stand by being able to repent, rebuke, renew and receive. First, we need to submit ourselves to God. We need to repent, rebuke the enemy, allow God to renew us and receive the Holy Spirit. James 4 verse 7. Submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. We rebuke the enemy by praying and acting in love and truth. We renew our minds by the living word of God, as in Romans 12, 2, also revealed in 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5. The weapons we fight with are not weapons of the, this world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets it up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. We receive the Holy Spirit. As many as you have already know, we can just ask the Holy Spirit to fill us, taking a moment to be quiet and just say, Holy Spirit, will you come? As we receive the Holy Spirit, our Father God operates in a divine exchange. In Isaiah 61, the prophet talks of a time when God will redo things. He is working on behalf of the poor, the broken, the bound, the sick and the disabled. They are going to become oaks of righteousness and there will be a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendour. In other words, this exchange is going to show God's glory and prove his righteousness. He gives us beauty for ashes and hope for despair. We put on a garment of praise for a spirit of despair and find our hearts lifted as we enter his presence and discover that indeed his yoke is light. As we think of Judas, let us pray together from Psalm 139 verses 23 and 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. We praise God for Zoom and give thanks for Tim, Joe, Fran, 
and all the staff and life group leaders and everyone helping us to stay connected in lockdown. We pray for your grace to stand in your light and empowerment when we face opposition, that you walk with us through the valleys and give us hope for despair and beauty for ashes, that we may be complete and whole in you and reach out to others with your love. We pray to stay connected to you, to abide in you, and stay connected to our family, friends, and church family. Help us to walk in your ways and give you glory in our lives as we surrender afresh to you this day. In Jesus' name, amen.